0: One, you're listening to Inspiring Hope right on here, right on 1037 Super Jams Radio. We're experiencing operating difficulties, but that wouldn't be anything different than what we normally experience, so I don't want you guys to, you know, worry about us. (laughs) All right, so we're in studio with uh, Pastor Patrick Livingston, uh, Patrick Jr., or PJ, all right, and then we have a very special guest. And as you know, we never introduce our guests up front. We like to give you a much bigger introduction than just your name. So, um but let me just let you know something: it is a man. <laughs> all right, but well, I'll let you hang on to that. And uh, we're going to just kind of get into what this is all about. Inspiring Hope is the uh, the bullhorn we like to say for Arms of Hope Ministry in Lake Worth uh, Beach, right? Mm-hmm. City of Lake City, Worth City Beach. Got to get it right. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, we're we're a lot of things, but yeah. we we are a food pantry. We we serve hot food. We take care of the community yeah. in, in a bunch of different ways. If you need something or want something, if we don't do it ourselves, we will certainly, you know, connect. find somebody or connect you to do it. So um, one of the things that I think is, is like a mis uh, uh, understanding about a food pantry is that you have to be homeless or mm-hmm. you have to be uh, poor. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> If you need more food, that's why you go to a food pantry, yeah. period, yeah. the end. So if you're helping a lot of people and you need food, we have lots of food. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you just want a warm meal, come by. There's no shame in that. We love serving you. That's our our our, our mission. It's our goal. It's how we serve our Lord. Yeah. Uh, more important, it's how we serve you. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the first step. And then the other thing is there's all types of things that we do at the ministry outside of that. So, Patrick, if you would mind sharing just a little bit of some of the other well, things.
1: One of our, our, our greatest um, joy is working with code enforcement um, with a lot of those um, family members who are struggling, uh, the elderlies, um, those who are dealing or battling with some type of illness, which um, you know, uh, slows them or stop them from doing their daily chores. So their property tend to overgrow or, um, you know, it's not maintained as they normally usually do it. So we would step in, uh, partner with code enforcement and let them know that, hey, you know, this organization is here to actually help out. And then we would go by and... um, uh, I guess I know our guest is a part of Rotary and he knows a little bit of it. That um, we you're would get those guys. Spoilers. I know. I don't want to. You know, he's because, <clears throat> uh, you know, the conversation we had earlier, it, it's been so enlightening that. Well, um,
2: I, I, I got to jump in. Go ahead. One, <laughs> you're all going to hear who I am in about, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes. <laughs> but
0: Maybe five. You've <laughs> just jumped <laughs> in. <Yeah. laughs> so, so listen, before you speak, we don't want to introduce you. <laughs> oh, no, no, hold, not, on, hold, hold on. Okay, okay, hold on. suspense.
2: see, as Brother Patrick knows before the job that just that closer, yep. before the job yeah. that I do now which uh-huh. is why I'm here today uh-huh. um, for almost 10 years I ran a place called Boca Helping Hands Absolutely um, down in South County I'm yep. Boca Raton obviously mm-hmm. and that the, you know to your point about People think if you're going to, to get a pantry bag, you yeah. have to be homeless. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the new expression is Alice: yes, yeah. your asset low, uh, income challenged, employed. Oh, you see. know, 75 of the people who go to Boca Helping Hands to get a hot meal every day or to get a pantry bag, they have jobs; they're employed. You, yeah. you know what's awesome about for. that is yeah. that we
0: have another name for the same thing. thing. Listen, here's this, folks: if you're hungry, come.
2: <laughs> you don't
0: need an acronym. You yeah. know, you yeah. just need to show up. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I listen. I don't want to interrupt you, yeah. but I just think it's funny. Because I, oh. I can't, I can't take another. I, I can't keep up, you know. But I just want to say, we want people to come. But anyway, yeah. please take it away.
2: Yeah, no. Uh, so, uh, to your point, you know, we're all struggling, mm-hmm. and, and people who are struggling, there are places that can go to reach out. Down mm-hmm. in South County, they go to places like Boca Helping mm-hmm. Hands, and you know, Boca Helping Hands is now passing out grocery bags in Boynton Beach, and mm-hmm. I think they're up in I, Lake Worth as absolutely well. Absolutely, yes. And mm-hmm. but you know, Brother Patrick, what you do with your ministry mm-hmm. and Arms of Hope, I, no one should ever be afraid to ask for help Absolutely. It, it's not a sign of weakness it's yeah. a sign of we are the strongest when we reach our hand out to yes. another person mm-hmm. either to give help or to ask for help right But okay. back to you now I'll shut up well no 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 don't do that no, no. I'll tell <laughs> you what man I, it was you're on punishment yeah, it, you started early on us. <laughs> no, no.
1: you are uh, uh, fantastic you know and what you've experienced and even just a short period of time Um, that we spent in the room, and I've sat in a lot of your classes when you were teaching and and, and showing us different parts of how to manage or run a uh, a nonprofit, you know, so well-educated. You know, I was truly, truly excited and happy for your new tenure, what you're doing with the, you know, where you've actually moved on to. And you're doing an awesome job with that. All we right, well, before
0: going any further, project, I'm yeah. going to give you an opportunity. Sure, go ahead. So man. we always – I'm always introduced. I'm the hype man, No, right? no, no. But today, Patrick, you're the I hype man. No, now, I, listen, I, you I, can, I believe. I, I can hype now, him up. I'm, I can. Listen, I know you can. So, yeah. look. It starts with coming all the way out of Boca Raton. Put yeah. your hands together near floor. Okay. No. So we're going to get this music started. We're going to give our guest the proper introdu- introduction. Yeah. Patrick, I really want you to try today. No, I can't. I can't.
1: <laughs> I, I, I would love to try and do it, but, you know, on the spot like this. No, I told you. That's when I'm we're best. Cr- yeah, under no. pressure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, here yeah. we go.
0: So, No, that's not the right nah. song. All right. Hold yeah. on a second. But yeah, in the meanwhile, I know you guys are like sitting on the edge of your seat waiting to find out who this amazing man is, as we are too. So I'm Mm -hmm. gonna figure this out really fast and get to it. Forgive me, I was fixing ACs literally a few minutes before I got here. Mm. All right, here we go, I got it, here we go. Uh, It doesn't feel like the right one, but Well that just tells you right there. (laughs) We're gonna bring the
1: house down. Let's get this party
0: started. Uh, I see, but I don't know this one, so that could get really dangerous. All right, so here we go. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, we -hmm. have an amazing guest in the house. I don't know his last name, but I know he's amazing. Oh, yeah. And by the way, all the preparation we do for the show is right here, right now. You're listening to it. (laughs) All right. And uh, so please, welcome around the world, all of our listeners, all the millions of listeners that are here. Please Mm -hmm. put your hands together for Jim. Fill in your last name.
2: And where are you from? (laughs) Uh, Originally, well, like right now, we're born and raised. Born and raised. Born and raised in beautiful Hammond, Indiana, which is basically the south side of Chicago. All right.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, Jim, uh, I don't know anything about you, but what I love about this radio show is I didn't want to know before we got here. It's way more fun to learn about it from you than get the lowdown from Patrick. (laughs) Right, So, um, guests uh, in the studio, we're always honored to have you. Jim, we are certainly honored to have you. Uh, actually, I've heard a little bit about you, and I, and I know that um, you bring it when it comes to helping people oh, and, gosh, and yes. serving God, and, right. and uh, we always love superheroes, and t- to us, you're one of them. So, one of the things that, that we want you to do for us is tell us, you know, where, where, where you, where you, how did you get to where you are right now, and then what you're doing now, because obviously you've made a change.
2: So, um, I have had a journey through life, and and, you know, when you look back, you always see the Lord's hand in everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So, let's go ahead and start this, because this usually brings conversations to a screeching halt. Let's Uh, do it. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I started out life as a Greek Orthodox priest. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, wow. uh, Yeah. uh, Got the call from the Lord at at a very young age. You know, all I really wanted to do was be a pastor. (laughs) And so, I went to seminary at 18 years old, uh, graduated from Holy Cross uh, at 25. Uh, spent a year as the National Director of Youth Ministry uh, in the Archdiocese up in New York City. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then I was ordained and sent out to Oakland, California. And then I opened a parish in San Diego. And I got a phone call from the Archbishop one day. He said, hey, we've got a crisis in Boca Raton. I need you to fix it. You're being transferred in three weeks. Wow. And I said, wow. Um, what state is Boca Raton? In? Yeah, well, yeah. What is a Boca yeah, Raton? It's, it's in Florida. I yeah. said, "Well, your Grace. I'm I'm like three time zones away. Mm-hmm. I'm getting mad. This is before Google, people. I'm mm-hmm. digging out maps, going where Where's Boca where Raton? I've never mm-hmm. heard of this place. I never thought I'd live in Florida. Sure. And and that was um, 26 years ago. So well, I right. came here to Florida, uh, served that community for 10 years, and decided it was. Uh, kind of a time for me to get back to my roots. You know, okay. had a long talk with my bishop and said, I didn't go to seminary for this. I, I want to be on the street. I want to serve the, the, the herding. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when I went to Boca Helping Hands. And wow. I, I served Boca Helping Hands for almost uh, 10 years. Right. And uh, we could talk, uh, you know, that's where Patrick yes. and I can, you know, share some stories. Absolutely. And I'd love to hear more about Arms yeah. of Hope. Yeah. But um, the quick version my aha moment came eight years ago. Uh, Boca Helping Hands distributes some canned goods that the federal government provides. Right. So of course every year every family has to fill out a form. There's this right. wonderful government form called the T TFAP. TFAP. Mm. Gotta fill out your T So we got a whole line of people, uh, and I got, you know, five, six volunteers at, at computer banks to process and you know, I'm being the, the cheerleader, I'm passing yeah, out the yeah. forms. and, and folks, I, I couldn't make this up. The first five people in line leaned over and whispered, I can't read. Wow! Wow! So I was driving home on Palmetto Park. Uh, that's I lived in Boca. That's at the time. in Boca. And yeah, I, <laughs> I, and I was I literally. You know, I'm an emotional basket case, so I was crying. Mm. And I looked up. I said, "Lord, how how is this possible? In 2016 America, that people can't read. Mm-hmm. What do you do if you can't read? Mm-hmm. You know, how, how do you function in the mm-hmm. modern economy?" and um the realization hit me that you cannot feed people out of poverty you can only educate people people out of poverty Mm -hmm.
1: absolutely and
2: right about that time um i'm going back to superintendents Uh, superintendent robert avosa called me up and said uh, so we want you to come to the education foundation for palm beach county and you know do for us what you did at boca helping hands and i was kind of listening and he said well you know why do you want to leave boca helping hands i said i I, don't. I I don't, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you, you <laughs> called me. I didn't call. so why am I here? And he said, we we want you to take over the Education Foundation. And that coupled with that realization I had on Palmetto Park, uh, I said yes. So for the last seven years, I have been the President CEO of the Education Foundation of Palm Beach County. We are the foundation of the Palm Beach County School District. Wow. When I took the job, uh, Dr. Avosa, a great man, He was a great superintendent, as was Dr. fenoy, and I, and I love our current superintendent, uh, Mr. Burke. Um, you know, I said to, to Dr. Avos, I said, I'll do this, I will leave Boca Helping Hands. I said, But you have to promise me we are going to be committed to the Title I schools. Mm. Yeah, I said, You know, uh, um, yeah. I know what happens when people don't have an education, yeah. they're, they're coming to Boca Helping Hands to get bags of groceries, Absolutely. they're coming to get it's really training. that simple. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah,
2: yeah, So that's how I got where I am. That's the quick version. All right, <laughs> so I want
0: to, I want to ask you a question. So, um some of the services that, that your organization offers, is like people who are just try to get GEDs and in, in, in all of that? Or what are, what are you guys actually doing?
2: So we're doing three things. Uh, and we can talk about as, as long or as little as you want. We to have so that. much time. All all right. Right. We're, we're good. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Number one, we are a grant-making organization. Okay. We award grants to teachers and schools, uh, only the public schools. We deal only with the, the Palm Beach County School District uh, mm. public schools. Um, in four basic areas, and we're going to look at small, medium, and large grants, and I need to tell you some stories about each of those. Sure. But in four basic buckets, there's STEM. I think everybody understands STEM right. education. Mm-hmm. Um, our kids need to have math, science, technology, engineering, mm-hmm. and we're going to come back there in about two minutes, so hang with sure. me. Number two, literacy. Um, in particular, early literacy, third grade reading. Mm-hmm. Um, why is third grade reading so important? Our school district just finished a five-year strategic plan. One of their four goals was to have 75% of third graders reading on grade level. Again, why is this so important? Do you know how the state of Texas determines how many prisons they're going to build? Yes. No. I am mm-hmm. not making this up. Yeah, third, third grade, grade reading, reading scores. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. In 2009, Northeastern University did a study, and they looked at poverty, hunger, homelessness, uh, death, divorce. <coughs> they looked at uh, alcoholism, substance abuse. The clearest indicator and most accurate indicator of future incarceration. Is reading level. Third grade reading scores. scores. A third grader who was reading below grade level is four times more likely to drop out of school. If they're living in poverty, they are six times more likely. And a child who drops out of school is 69 times more likely to be incarcerated.
0: I have to say this. If you're listening, listen. (laughs) It's it's mind-blowing to me what you're saying right now. That... That Because it just makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's, it's literally um, one of the most horrifying statements I've ever heard said on this show that your future uh, or potential future of going to jail is so drastically increased by your reading level. Mm-hmm.
2: Third grade in particular, but reading level. Parents, if you're listening, read to your kids. Yeah. Um, you know, From zero to third grade, you're learning how to read. From third grade forward, you're reading to learn. No. I yeah. see. If you haven't learned how to read... You know, the kids down here have the same IQ as the kids up here. hundred percent. They just don't know how to read. Right. right. Um, one of the things that we do when, when we get to the second area that we focus on, which is distributing school supplies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, through uh, some grants from some of our generous donors, we were able to get a truck. Yeah. So now we take large donations and we can distribute. Uh, Scholastic Books, who, believe it or not, is still around. Patrick, I'm an old dude. I'm going to be 60 years old this year. Uh, they were around when I was a kid. So Scholastic yeah. Books is still around scholastic books called us up and they said we have got 20 pallets of books Hmm. so we said great we'll take them and we started calling around to schools we delivered about 15 pallets out to the glades and pahokee i said to the teachers there just give them out to the kids this one teacher got really emotional and she said these are children who have never had a book of their own yeah Mm. they've never had a book in their house yeah now that's mind-blowing to me yeah You know, as a Greek immigrant from a, you know, an immigrant background, you know, my parents grew up with your education was just just below God. Right. You know, we grew up with books, you know, reading both in Greek and in English. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. the way you had to do it. Um, It just blew my mind that there are the children out there in Pahokee and the Glade who have never had a book in their house. And so we were able to distribute tens of thousands of books. So, uh, again, second area is literacy. Uh, third, college and career readiness. Mm. Uh, focus a little bit on career readiness. Sure. Uh, the Ed Foundation is currently funding three career academies in the school district. Um, through our friends at the Frederick DeLuca Foundation, we're funding the cybersecurity program at Santa Lucia's High School. Uh, through J.P. Morgan Chase, we fund the Fire Science Academy up at Palm Beach Lakes High School. I got a great story there. Can I tell wow. it?
0: Um, a next segment because we're, we're coming up vibrant. on a break. There oh, you yeah. go. <laughs> and and you got third, it.
2: through our friends at Carrier, we're funding the HVAC Academy at Royal Palm High School, and JPMorgan Chase was so happy with the Fire Academy that they are now funding the expansion of the HVAC wow. program wow. at Career yeah. Prep. I'd like wow. to talk to you yeah. because uh, one. Well, I, I saw I, your shirt and I yeah. said,
0: mm. Mm. "Yeah." Well, I mean, look. I, so, so you bring up a really good point. One. Students aren't going, young people are not running to trades anymore. Wow. It's like, woohoo, mm-hmm. we want to go work. <laughs> That's what it is. Mm-hmm. However, it takes a really smart person to do what we do. It's not about, you know, you're using your hands, your mind also. You know, this is serious stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to get, um, you, know, you know, young adults in, into that. And the Air Squad is a ministry too. Like, when you come in to the Air Squad, I'm spending time with you on God. I'm spending time on you with personal finance. I'm spending time on you in other areas because I understand that if you're not good at home, you won't be good at work. Absolutely. You know, and, I, and I think what you're saying is very similar in that you've got to you gotta get stable to, to make it. It's not an intelligence issue. It's an information issue.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, Well said. You know. And I think we're we're blessed in this in this community, Palm mm-hmm. Beach. Um, you remember, I'm on my third superintendent. Yeah. So one superintendent back, Dr. Donald. You're wearing Fenoy. them out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> really. Dr. Fenoy was a big proponent of, of the trade education, and he used to say all the time proudly. Before I went to school and became a, uh, an educator, I was a certified auto mechanic. That's mm-hmm. right. Because yeah. I did a trade school when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I was a certified auto mechanic. Then I decided to go to school mm-hmm. and become a teacher.
0: That's right. And seeing this, this is the point. This is what we're going for. you are coming up on a break. Mm-hmm. Folks, we're going to be right back. I didn't cue a song because I was so enthralled with what Jim had well, to say. That we'll be Jim right back. That. Jim does that. He does know. that. <laughs> Super Jams Radio. And we have Pastor Patrick Livingston from Arms of Hope Mystery. Patrick Jr. PJ's in the house. Absolutely. And Jim. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's simply Jim Jim G um, Jim, Jim G, <laughs> Jim G uh, and look he's from the Education Foundation of the Palm Beach of, of Palm Beach County. Johnny, uh, and uh, he has a story to tell. but I just want to yeah. recap really fast. if you were not listening, you need to make your radio way louder. Yeah. You're about to get really important information, but I just want to share with you um, a, a fact and Jim if you would do this one more time for me Third grade leading rebel, what were the statistics of your possibility of going to jail if you read below that?
2: A third grader reading below grade level is four times more likely to drop out of school. If they're living in poverty, it's six times more likely. And a child who drops out of school is 69 times more likely to be incarcerated. 88% of the people behind bars today are high school dropouts.
0: Mm. Now listen... This is a crisis. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a like, national
2: crisis. Mm-hmm. This is
0: a crisis. This isn't like a little thing we're talking about. It's not about race. It's not. About, mm-hmm. It's simply about caring enough about these young adults and young children to give them the opportunity, mm-hmm. because you're taking it from them if we're not worried about them when they're young. Clearly, if 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 it's a, such a pivotal moment of third grade, then I want to say that uh, I want to highlight this. I want to focus on it more. And uh, so, Jim.
2: I don't well, want to. Uh, there's there's another piece of the puzzle that sure. you, they factor in. Let's do it. I mentioned if they're living in poverty. Yeah. Patrick, brother Patrick, you mm-hmm. understand this? Yeah. I do from my days at Boca Helping mm-hmm. Hands. One out of five children in Palm Beach County live below the poverty level. Yeah. Oh yes. You, you say that. You know, I used to. I would tell people I, tell people I tell people run a soup kitchen in Boca Raton, and you get this. Yeah. Hey, come on, oh, yeah. Come on, are are you you in Boca, yeah. who <laughs> needs soup? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. We, don't, we don't have poor people in Boca. <laughs> One out of yes. five. Now you might say, okay, what does that mean? In a school district the size of Palm Beach county that's forty thousand children who yeah. live below the poverty level
0: yeah no I mean it's an insane uh, epidemic in reality people don't don't realize like when you start working in ministry see when you, when you don't work in ministry, you live in a little bit of a bubble mm-hmm. you you see some homeless people, you see a couple of things, but you don't see what's really going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, w- you know, we get guys coming through the door all the time. I, mean, I talked to Patrick last night about uh, one of our team. And it's like they don't know how to succeed. And even though you're laying the map for them, they, they weren't given the pieces. So they can't put together what you're trying to do. And, it, and it, it, it's hard for me because we're still a business. Right, I just I don't have unlimited funds to keep guys on. So you know we have a we have a philosophy. If you're growing uh, or going, <laughs> you yeah. know it's like you're either with us moving, mm-hmm. or we're gonna put someone in who wants that opportunity because there's only one or two opportunities a year for us. We're small as a company, so when we sit somebody in that seat, and say we're gonna train you, it's basically paid college. You know we we do that, uh, and they become very. I mean a, a guy could start at at 30,000 and be at 75,000 in three years.
2: Wow, no, that's amazing.
0: Imagine being 21 years old, you're making 75,000. Now, if you take it the next step, then you become a leader. And if you become a leader or a comfort advisor or an overall service manager, you're talking 90 to 110 in the trades. Mm. And it's only gonna go up because there's nobody here to do it. So everybody's crying about cost of trades well, just because no one's sending their kids to trades, so the demand for somebody to be—and if you happen to be mechanical and good and can speak well, you're gold. You'll—I
2: I wish I had done this show six months ago, as, as Brother Patrick oh. knows. I just moved to Boynton Beach. Um, yeah. my, my wife and I bought a home in August, and the air conditioning was on the on the spritz. Yeah. I called three different companies, and the the earliest one said, "Yeah, uh, we can get to you." Um, in three weeks on Monday, like, <laughs> yeah. sorry, I, I, wow! No, it's August in Florida. Yeah, I need yeah, air no, conditioning we're, now. We're, we're, <laughs> we're
0: literally next day. If you tell me yeah. by three, if you have a new one by three tomorrow. I want your card before I. Yeah. go home I'll leave that. it with you for sure. But but you know, it's but, what what you bring up is very important. Um, that 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 yeah, the firemen and these are all these are all jobs that that they're they're physical hard, mm-hmm. and I think that the younger generation today doesn't love physical heart not like my dad was I, you you were young yeah, yeah. physical heart that's what we did you know like you didn't you didn't have my dad's said, here's a wrench 13 yeah. <laughs> come help i used to carry his pail of tools yeah. i to this day i hate home depot buckets yeah. Ah, yeah. because they, they hurt your hand because it's not a comfortable yeah. and my dad had eight million tools in this bucket and my job was to schlep it for him mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you could run from trades fast. You know, it's not a, it's not glorious. It's not a sexy, so to speak, uh, career. But it's definitely rewarding. And if you're good at it, and you and you take, if you constantly try to build yourself, you can make as much as any doctor, mm-hmm. any lawyer, because uh, you could own a business that would do that.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well said. All right. So right.
2: well. Um, I, so on you mentioned the fire. Um, the fire science academy was our first career academy that the education foundation funded. And we were working with Palm Beach County Fire Rescue. And in particular, what we wanted to do was encourage young men of color and young mm-hmm. women of color to look at, at fire rescue as a career. And um, after about two years of the program, one of the captains at Palm Beach Fire Rescue, he was serving as an advisor. We were chatting about the program and he pointed to this one kid. And he said, see this kid over here? I said, yeah, he said, he, he was either headed for jail or, or death. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he was, you know, he had some issues. He was a troubled kid mm-hmm. from gangs. He said, this kid... It, Something clicked in his head where this kid said, this may be my one chance hmm. to have a, not just a job but a good career. He said he has become the model student. He has become he's, – he's teaching the, the freshmen and sophomores how to put on their equipment and what to do, and he's leading by example. At graduation that year – the, uh, the Riviera Beach chief got up and said, "We have a job to give, and we're hiring this young man right here." How wow. awesome is that? So wow. this this kid is now serving our community as a firefighter. Wow. Uh, I, I mean, you know, County Administrator Virginia Baker. I, I don't. She wasn't crying; she was weeping. Mm-hmm. It was it was one of the most emotional moments. The room just came unglued. Yeah. And that's what it's about, you know, uh, giving people opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah. Give them the opportunity. Yeah.
0: You know, and I, I would I would like to expand on that a little more. There's lots of opportunity. And I I think that what I'm struggling with when w- just in my own little circle of trying to help people with opportunity, is that they don't see it as opportunity. D- do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, I got to work for this, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and the answer is yes. And it's not because, um, I want it to be hard work. You have to work for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you want a great marriage, you got to work you want mm-hmm. to you want to you, you be healthy and physically fit you got to work you, you know, want a
2: relationship with jesus christ yeah. you got to you work you know it's discipline yeah
0: you know, and and, yeah. You know yeah. and and so th- that's the tr- the challenge is that for me that's the the layer i would love to figure out how to break through yeah. which is okay you don't see what i see yet how do i get you to see what you could be can I give you two
2: stories? here? Sure, I'd love to. And that. we're still talking about our grant side of the house. Yeah, There's a man. whole other thing we're going to get to in a few minutes, in particular sure. for the Lake Worth Beach and right. for this area. But mm-hmm. on the grants, um, two stories. Uh, the, the first one up at Palm Beach Lakes High School, uh, we had a, a teacher approach us about funding a, a gaming program. Mm. Now I'm like a 60- programmer. No games. Like, oh, just play games. games. Just play. Um, now I'm a sixty-year-old dude, so I thought this was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard of in my life. Mm. I said, "Well, you're going to teach kids to play video games? He said, no, no, teach them ultimately to program them, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, wonderful local funder, uh, a visionary, a guy named David Nicholson with the mm-hmm. Stiles Nicholson Foundation, you know, decided to fund the program. He required you to have a B average to get into the class. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: There were about 100 or so kids at, at Palm Beach Lakes High School who were in danger of flunking out who are now earning a B average so they could get into this program. Wow. And they are graduating, and they're getting hired to do Programs. When you challenge children, they rise to the level of Absolutely. the challenge. Absolutely, I, I
1: totally agree with that. And I, and I think that's part of what's missing or overlooked, especially in our community. Um, th- these kids are they're they're not challenged. That's why you find them in a situation, or you you know you, the challenges with some of the ones that you're working with. They're not challenged at home um, because at home they're more defeated. You know. Uh, when, you're, when your parents are going from paycheck to paycheck and the light is flickering just like you turn the light switch mm-hmm. off and on, mm-hmm. and then there's nothing in the cupboard, you know, for them to go home and eat. You know, for uh, an example, uh, a coach, uh, you know, and we started serving the school their the coach, because he happened to take home a kid um, who was done practicing. And, you know, he didn't want to get in the ride with the coach. Fear everyone would notice or find out where he was living. So yeah. the, the coach dropped him off at a motel, and that's where his mom and his siblings was living, and they didn't have nothing to eat. And the you know, light bulb went off in the coach's head and said, Hey, I'm, these guys are here from in the morning to go to school. And then after school, I'm working them out with practice. And then after practice, I'm sending them home and they don't eat. with nothing. Yeah. You know, um,
2: Patrick, I, we're going to revisit that story or is when we get to the second thing the Ed Foundation does. But, OK, um, you're you're you are absolutely spot on. I, I had those experiences at Boca Helping Hands mm-hmm. with families who were just embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um I want to come back to challenging people. You know, it's we can say this because we're we're all connected to ministry. Uh. People often talk about when the woman was caught in the act of adultery. Well, Jesus didn't judge her. Yeah, he also didn't say, go your way and keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's exactly he, right. He said, go yeah. your way and, and sin, sin no more. more. Yeah, you know, He challenged her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we challenge our kids, uh, so another example. Um, eight years ago, seven years ago, uh, Dwayne Denard, who was last year's principal of the year. Uh, Mr. Denard is the principal at Pahokee High. Uh, Pahokee, by the way, is the uh, poorest city in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, roughly 49% unemployment. It, it's absolutely horrendous, uh, mm-hmm. the economic reality out there. Um, Mr. Denard approached us about starting a robotics program. People in Palm Beach County said to him, hey, these are, these are Pahokee kids. Yeah. You know, don't, yeah. you know, don't, don't go out don't there. Don't set them up to fail. They, yeah. they, they, they can't handle robotics. Um, seven years later, that program now has over two, it started with three kids. It now has over 200 kids in the program. Uh, By the way, last month, they finished first, second, and third in the national competition. Yeah, wow. They started doing some research three years ago that caught the attention of NASA. In high school, I couldn't spell NASA. These kids were talking to NASA about their research. NASA connected them to the University of Washington. And in April last year, the University of Washington called us up and said, you've got seven kids at this Pahokee High School who are about to graduate. If you can get them to Seattle, we will give them a one-week summer internship. Wow, mm. we took wow. seven kids in July who had never seen an airplane in person before, and got to sp- We yeah. flew them out to Seattle. <laughs> they spent a one week doing a one on one internship with the faculty. UW has now come back, and they're offering these young kids scholarships in robotics, science. You have people who are fighting to get their kids into Pahokee High School for STEM education. Pahokee used to be known the only out when you were out there. The only out from poverty was what football Mm -hmm. yeah yeah now it's being known as a hub of Of stem STEM. science and engineering education because a man of vision Dwayne denard said our kids can do better i'm going to challenge them i'm going to challenge our kids to be scientists i'm going to challenge our kids to be architects i'm going to challenge our kids to be biologists to be computer programmers and these kids have risen to the challenge you know and and
0: that's really the thing it you don't know what somebody's capable of and the second you limit them Like when you're talking about the Palm Beach County, they were saying, "Well, we don't want to overwhelm them." Mm -hmm. Listen, I I know people of all races and and, and backgrounds and and economic levels, and I've seen them all at the highest levels, and also some of them are morons. You know, like literally, Mm -hmm. like in my mind, I'm like, "Hey, I'm talking to you," and it didn't matter about the money. It matters about you know what they want, Mm -hmm. and a little bit of drive. A little bit. If you, if you can spark that in somebody. exactly. Darren, it works for me. He's like our story. This kid came in, and you'll appreciate the story because Darren's, Darren's from uh, the muck. is what he <laughs> ah. likes to say. He's like, I'm from the muck. Um, so he sends me, he calls me, and this is what he said. Hey, man, you hiring? That's exactly what he said. And I was like, uh, send me your resume because that's my way of getting rid of that because I didn't at the time want to deal with that. And uh, he sends me a resume and it came from, uh, I can't say his whole email, but it was Muckboy something at something. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I sent him a email back. If you're planning on getting a job, change your email to your name and whatever. Five minutes later, I get an email from his name. And that showed me that he's coachable. You know, he just didn't realize that, that uh, you know, I'm not going to be cool with him. You know, like yeah. I, we're not boys. We're, we're, this is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't hire him uh, at the time. I just I didn't have a spot. Calls me back six months later, same exact. that you are. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I said, Darren, I'm not, but come in. I like your, the fact that you're chasing it. And he came in, and my brother Michael, when, when somebody new comes in out of school, Michael has not been the greatest teacher. He's 35-year mechanic and zero patience for teaching. Mm-hmm. You know, And so every time anybody worked with Michael, he'd come back and give me the list of what they weren't. And I'm like, they're new. That's mm-hmm. why they're none of those things. Right? So he comes back. He says, who is this kid? He was awesome. I, I looked at my brother. I said, I've never heard that in the entire time. We've worked together. And Darren just took it on. And every day he comes to work, and he's not satisfied with what he has. Meaning, he, it's not that he's not content. He's not satisfied staying in the life that he, he grew up in. He wants more. He wants to give his mother more. He wants, you know? So he comes to work with a different mission. Mm. And, but it, we, we've had to have con- hard conversations. Like, hey, Darren, um, you need to speak um, you know, professionally. And he says, you mean with white voice? Exactly. These are the conversations I'm having with him. And I said, no, you just need to be universally acceptable. Like, in other words, when you describe something, they have to understand you. I said, more importantly, I said, if you can sell to an old Jewish lady, you will be fine in this business. We're in South Florida. He says, what does that mean? Now, you go look at my reviews. It's all old Jewish ladies telling you how amazing Darren did and whatever. But it's, it's really, you know, it's important to... To to dig past their their approach, you know what, I mean? you know what I'm getting at. In other words, his approach was just the only one he had.
2: Yep. You're teaching <laughs> him a whole new mode of existence. Yeah.
0: yeah, and but he's taught me too. He's taught me to have faith in something I couldn't see at first, because he, cause at first he just was a street kid. Yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm. I didn't have a lot of hope. But my brother was, said this and the next thing he's doing this and, and uh, I sat with him and because uh, this is his fourth year with us. I sat with him and I said, Darren, I want to show you something. I said, you're now middle class. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, here, look, first year's paycheck. I said, here's your second year's paycheck and here's your third year's paycheck. What do you think about that? I said, yeah. I said, here's poverty, here's you. Yep. I said, you did it all by yourself. Now, you've got to leave the poverty mindset now. Because you're about to go as far as you want to go. Because you broke that. Mm. He, he didn't realize how much he had earned or grown in that three-year period. Because mm-hmm. in his mind, he still doesn't have enough money. Because he doesn't. He's got to take care of his mom and, and other things, right? So what an interesting dynamic to watch somebody for three years. Going into his fourth year, now he leads... Um, holds the company standards, like what you said. He teaches like the, the young kid at the fire academy. You you come in, you meet Darren. Darren's not playing with you. Don't come in and not work. You're like mm-hmm. he's harder to work for than I am. Like like <laughs> when, you, when you get Darren, you you got to work. That's you know, awesome. You know. So um, it's it's nice to hear what you're talking about, and and we certainly want to get involved with what you're doing with the HVAC because you know we would take uh, we would definitely take one or two a year, and the right the right student we'd pour into them. Yep. They we'd would, they would change their life because it's not that big of a deal uh, to teach them. If they're mechanical and they want to, after 12 months, they're in.
2: Well, and, and one of the things, our our reason for existence at the Education Foundation, our mission statement, says that we are basically the connector between the business community and the world of education. Mm-hmm. We yeah. were founded by the Economic Council. 40, yeah. In fact, our 40th uh, birthday is coming up in two weeks, on March 6th, 1984. And, and I'm talking about the Giants, of, of Palm Beach County's history of education and business, hmm. William T. Dwyer, hmm. uh, George yeah. Elmore, wow. Alexander Dreyfus. These yeah. guys got together and said, "We need a foundation here for the school district," and they were the ones who founded it. At the Economic Council. Well, wow. Um, the point here being, I mentioned you know Carrier supports mm-hmm. the HVAC program out at Royal Palm. The equipment those kids are working on today donated state, by Carrier, state. state of the art. Yep. In fact, you can appreciate this. The the Carrier people with whom we work, the Mike Pitch sits on our board. Yeah. He said, "You know, the, the day of a, an HVAC." Uh, technician coming out with a wrench and a screwdriver those days are gone these guys are computer experts today mm. he says these, so these kids are working on state of the art equipment when they graduate from Royal Palm High School and soon Riviera Prep they're ready to walk into your company and go to work the next day go to work yeah and, and that's and, the kind of that's the kind of education the Palm Beach County School District is committed to yeah first class world class right well because
0: you don't you can spend 2 years in training and be ready in HVAC and spend 5 years in in the field and be ready to lead Mm. Yeah, like you don't. I I always say to Darren, I said you're gonna lead people twice your age. Mm. He says, what do you mean? I said someone who's been doing it for 18 years that is in the same station, is not half as far as you are mentally in this game. They've just trained themselves to. I'm an installer. I'm a service guy, yeah. but mm-hmm. you're not. They're not more than that. I'm like Darren. You're all those things, mm-hmm. but you're gonna lead them because I don't want you doing w- what I'm doing, breaking my back at 53 when you could just be using your mouth and your mind, yeah.
2: you know, you, you, with this skill. So, yeah. You're, you're, you're revisiting the point I raised earlier. You can only educate someone out of poverty. You can't feed you can someone out yeah, of poverty. Yeah, that was a Absolute, great great way to say So it. I'm yeah. going to, if I can, shift this to our, the second thing the Ed Foundation does. Sure. Um, we provide school supplies. In fact, my we, we run something called Red Apple Supply Store, mm. and my Red Apple Supply Manager told me yesterday we passed for this school year, one million dollars in school supplies that we've distributed wow uh uh, i want you to think about the number of kids who go to school every year and they don't have uh, well i'm gonna patrick uh, brother patrick i gotta tell the story sure uh this was just a couple months ago uh and to be perfectly frank it's a teacher uh maybe 15 minutes from where we're sitting Mm. uh in, in an elementary school called us up and said i have a star kid in this school who has never missed an assignment missed two in a row and the teacher kept the kid after class and said, what's going on with you? You've never missed a, a, an assignment yet. And the kid said, and I quote, it wasn't my night for the pencil. Wow. And I'm looking at your face, and this is the reaction I've gotten from everyone that I, with whom I've shared this story. There, he has four brothers and sisters. There's five kids in the family. They each get one night with the pencil. pencil. And he said, the night that this, these assignments were due, it wasn't my night, so I couldn't do my homework. Um, we distributed last year $1.4 million in school supplies. Uh, just yesterday, we, add, we are currently serving 87 schools. Uh, well, let me correct that because as of yesterday, we're serving 88 and 89. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, we, we, uh, yeah we're very excited. We added Pine Jog uh, and North Grade, uh, K mm-hmm. through 8. And next week, we're adding John I. Leonard. Oh, high nice. Yeah. yeah. So we, we serve not only elementary but middle and high, which brings up a whole nother issue. High school kids don't need crayons and pencils and pens. High school kids need flash drives, right. earbuds. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be kind of blunt because that's the way I am. I apologize to all that's of you so listeners, yeah. especially if you're having dinner or you know you have a weak stomach. But um, we have about 4,000 homeless kids in Palm Beach County schools, yeah. mm-hmm. which the, the, the national statistics tell us it's more like 8,000. Yeah. but There are 4,000 we actually report. Right. You have hundreds of young women, so you know where this is going, hundreds of young women who miss three days a month. because their family doesn't have feminine hygiene products. That's terrible. So as we expand Red Apple Supply in terms of the number of schools we serve, we're also expanding in terms of the products that we distribute. Sure. Mm -hmm. Because if you're serving middle and high school kids, they have very different needs. needs, So again, uh, John I. Leonard High School will be the 90th school that we're serving. Uh, We're in the process of building a building in Lake Worth Beach. Mm -hmm. Uh, The foundation was laid just uh, about a month ago. We're building a 32,000 square foot facility for the Education Foundation which is gonna do a couple of things. Uh, number one, it's gonna give us the warehouse capacity to serve all 182 schools in the district. Sure, wow. um, We have a multi-purpose room, and this is where I get excited. Uh, go back to our grants for a minute. We have small, medium, and large grants. I'm going to go to our smaller grants. We call those GoTeach grants. They're between $1,000 and $3,000 each. This year we distributed about 80 GoTeach grants totaling, I think, $173,000. I'm going to go, let's say, to five elementary school teachers who got a grant uh, to do something creative with math. And I'm going to bring them in. And then I'm going to bring in 50 other teachers. And I'm going to say to the five, teach these 50 to do what you're doing. Right. We become a force multiplier. Five becomes fifty. Fifty becomes yeah, two hundred fifty. Yeah. We're going to take our grant recipients every year, and part of their grant agreement is you're going to come to a session at our new facility and our multi-purpose room. Thank you, Florida Power and Light, who donated the multi-purpose room. We're going to go to them and say, part of your responsibility is to teach ten other teachers to do what you're doing. Right. Show mm. them your pedagogy. Show them how you're inspiring kids to love math, mm-hmm. to right. love engineering, to love literature. We're going to take our best teachers and multiply them. So back to Red Apple Supply. So uh, currently, uh, let's say I'm going I'm to promote you today, Brother Patrick, sure. at, at Patrick Livingston Elementary School. I just mm-hmm. named the school after you.
0: I love that school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when uh,
2: Patrick Livingston Elementary School becomes a Red Apple Supply shopper, your teachers get to come twice a year. And when I say shop, we literally give them whatever they want. The average teacher walks out with about three to four hundred thousand dollars, or excuse me, three to four hundred dollars, with the school supplies. Mm. The average teacher in America this year spent five hundred eighty-seven dollars out of their own pocket buying school yes. supplies. Yeah. So um, we're now, as I said, with um, uh, North Grade and Pine Jog Elementary coming on board yesterday, we're at 89. When John I Leonard comes on, we're at 90. As part of Red Apple Supplies, and we want to thank Meredith Trim, who's one of our board members who founded Red Apple Supply. As part of Red Apple Supply, uh, Teresa West, who's our Chief Engagement Officer, she came up with something four years ago we call the Backpack Initiative. I want you to think about being in second grade. Then you go to school the first day in August, and everybody in class has a backpack but you. What what does that do to your sense of self, your your image, your sense of of confidence? Uh, We have schools. uh, Out of the 182 schools in the Palm Beach County School District, 110 of them are Title I, which means 70% of their kids are on free or reduced lunch. Hmm. Um, We provide backpacks for every child in that school. The first year, we started with 1,000. Then it went to 5,000. Then it went to ten thousand. Last year we did seventeen thousand. We thought, oh my gosh, this can't get any bigger, um, gang. This year in August we distributed twenty three thousand six hundred and ninety five fully stocked backpacks. Wow. Yeah. We served wow. thirty nine schools. We're serving twenty one percent of the school district. Wow. Um, good.
0: I actually have I have an interesting question. Um, this is something I've wrestled with myself. Is so, I've had a conversation with one of my team about. Using what is available from, you know, different, you know, uh food stamps, things like the programs that the government offers. But not to get stuck in them. Does that make sense? In other mm-hmm. words, I, I I have this like fear that they don't use it as a leg up. They we sh-
2: offer people a hand up, not a hand out.
0: Right, right, no, and I know what you're saying, and I'm saying so I was more fishing for what's the best way if from your experience to to introduce programs to people and continue to move them through the program as an asset, not as, a, as the only thing, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, one of the things we do is always keep the goal in front of them. Mm-hmm. What yeah. is it you want to do with your education? Um, and like the career paths that we talked about, the kids in the fire science or cybersecurity or HVAC, they're, they're, they see light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, this is something I can do and make a decent living. You got to keep the goal in front of them. Sure. Earlier, you, you touched on hard work. It's going to take some hard work. But the other part is, especially when you're dealing with children, you got to give them the basic tools. Mm -hmm. Um, Brother Patrick, you said something earlier that was powerful about that child that wanted to be dropped off at the motel. He didn't want Mm -hmm. his coach to see his house. Um, I'm going to read you a poem. And this was written by a young person in Palm Beach County. And I want you to listen carefully. The poem is called, Because I Ain't Got a Pencil. I woke myself up because we ain't got an alarm clock. Dug in the dirty clothes basket because ain't nobody washed my uniform. Brushed my hair and teeth in the dark because the lights got turned off again. Got my baby sister ready because Mama wasn't home. She was working. Then I got us both to school on time, so at least we got a good breakfast. But then when I got to class, the teacher fussed at me because I ain't got a pencil. Yeah. That's one out of five kids in Palm Beach yeah. County. Yeah, That's 40,000 children in yeah. Palm Beach County. Match that description.
0: Yeah, that is a... uh,
2: (laughs) If if you walk into class without the basic tools of education, how can any logical person expect you to succeed? Yeah. Yeah. And this is where things like Arms of Hope come into play, Mm -hmm. where you are saying to people, there are resources. Yes. We will get you the bag of groceries. We're going to talk to code enforcement and get your grass cut. Mm. We're going to connect you to the Education Foundation. I guarantee you all the schools that surround Arms of Hope, Mm. they're red apple supply shoppers. We started with our neediest and we're working our way down. Yeah. Uh, we started serving schools that had 95% of their kids on free or reduced. We're now down to about uh 82 83%. So we're still serving the title 1 schools. Yeah. When we get all those covered, we're going to cover the Our goal is to serve every school. Our goal is that no teacher in Palm Beach County should ever have to dip into their own pocket to buy school supplies yeah. for their That's students. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. All right, yeah. look, we're coming up on uh, station identification.
1: Reaching, no longer seeking greater
0: things. We'll be right back.
3: Have you forgotten have a father listening oh he tells the sun when to rise gives the wind its breath swings a door wide open and moves in the moment you least expect don't you give up on a miracle you gotta speak to have you stopped reaching no longer seeking greater things have you forgotten you have a father listening? Oh, he tells the sun when to rise. the wind it red. swings a door wide open and moves Yeah, this is a little bit longer of a break. Don't but. You give up on a
0: The only reason I play the music is so that the computer knows that we're still in studio. Oh. Plus I like entertaining PJ when he's sitting over there. You got to see to the impossible You can believe it Pray till you break super through the cruise. ceiling keep on believing Don't you give up Don't you give on a miracle? go till you break I want to go on a super jam cruise
3: I keep on
0: believing I think they should take me
3: Have you stopped reaching All right, we're on in forty reaching? seconds no I'm calling Jimmy
0: I'm like, why is it that have I wasn't invited? Is it I'm not Jamaican saying? enough for you?
1: No, I doubt that. Oh, I'm going to call the uh, the
0: Jamaican card
3: this. on him. <laughs> I've
0: no never heard this song. I just hit it, but it's have it's in my praise forgotten. and worship uh, folder. It's kind of good.
3: It, no, it, it's, it's oh, good. Nice. You All right,
0: seven seconds. Have you forgotten
3: you have a father listening? Have you stopped reaching, no longer seeking greater things? Have you forgotten you have a father listening? Oh,
0: we are back. Oh, 1037 Super Jams, Jams Radio. Listen, we have Jim in the house. I don't even listen, I'm not going to introduce everybody else. <laughs> Jim is a superstar. He is a, he is a superstar. You know, from the Education Foundation of Palm Beach County. Look, he's got so much information. First of all, Jim needs his own like f- two days to just dis- just dis- disseminate all the things that are going on uh, <laughs> at his uh, at his organization. But listen, uh, you know, Jimmy, I hope you're listening. You know, because I, I want to say um, Pat- Patrick and I really like cruises. We don't know why we weren't invited. You know, yeah. like the Super Jams is going on a cruise. Yeah. And and, it's, and we weren't invited. <laughs> so, Jimmy, I'm expecting a call on Saturday to talk about this <laughs> um, because, you know, you're going to need a good DJ on that cruise. Yeah, there you, go. you know, I'm not saying the DJs you have aren't great, but how many Jew-making DJs do you have? Yeah. Let's really talk about and, it. Today.
2: And if the air conditioning should break. <laughs> and I mean, and I,
0: can, I'm, I have multiple purposes. Purpose. I, I have uh, several functions. Yeah. All right, so all kidding aside, look, if you haven't checked out the Super Jamish Cruise, mm-hmm. You should. Let's see. It looks like they're leaving on August 4th and they're coming back on the 10th. I couldn't even go if I wanted to. It's August and that's AC season. <laughs> so you guys are going on the hottest cruise ever <laughs> Like mid-August. <laughs> so uh, enjoy yourselves. But again, Super Jams Radio, it's going to be a blast. If you don't know about the cruise, you need to figure it out and uh, you need to check out Super Jams Radio. Go to 137SuperJams.com. You can check it all out. Anyway, all right. So we're back. So Jim, um, and it's Jim G because I, I, you know, I don't even want to attempt his last name just yet, at least not in front of him. right, you know, maybe I'll talk about it later, Mm -hmm. but um, really, what we're just going to recap that in Palm Beach County, there is a crisis of poverty that is overlooked by these beautiful palm trees and how gorgeous everything looks. It almost feels like how could anybody not be doing well down here? Mm. If you pull in from any other place in the world, you're like, it looks like everybody's got money here. Mm. As a matter of fact, I had a crazy epiphany when I first moved here. Everybody's got BMWs. <laughs> there, was, yeah. there was kids working at McDonald's, leaving, getting into a BMW and going. And I thought, wow, this is a different place. Mm. But it's really not. It's just like everywhere else, and you have, you have people who are in need. Mm. So uh, behind all these palm trees, our real needs, like children who, who don't have food, mm-hmm. uh, don't have school supplies, which is what we're talking about, don't have opportunities, or actually have the opportunities but have no idea that they're available. Because mm-hmm. the opportunities are there, Yep. except if you don't know where to look, you'll never find them.
2: Well, yep. there's one more piece of the puzzle. Sure. I'm gonna turn to our third thing. So we are a grant-making organization at the Ed Foundation. Yep. Uh, we have the Red Apple Supplies Program, We've just come through the pandemic, Yeah, we we hope, we think. Mm -hmm. right. There are thousands, millions of pictures that that circulated around the world over the last four years. The one picture that I can't get out of my head uh, for a lot of reasons, one of which is I came here from San Diego, as I mentioned earlier in in our chat. It was a picture of two young girls, maybe 11, 12 years old, um, sitting in the parking lot of a Taco Bell doing their homework
0: Mm -hmm.
2: because that's the only way they could access the Internet. When the pandemic hit, I remember it, it, was Friday the 13th, March 13th. Then Superintendent Dr. Finoy announced that the schools were closing and would not reopen after spring break. And they would be remain closed for the rest of that year. And then the following September, we shifted to that now horrific term, remote learning. Well, lo and behold, the school district discovered 25,000 children in Palm Beach County who don't have access to the Internet oops Well, our friends at Quantum Foundation had done a study without the internet uh, families over their lifespan earn less money graduate at lower rates and I kid you not have lower life expectancy without the internet you earn less you learn less and you live less mm. so um, I, I got to give it up to Palm Beach County Palm Beach County got together Virginia Baker and the county administration put up millions of dollars of CARES Act dollars uh, to put the infrastructure in place, the poles, the fiber optic cables, et cetera. The school district put up millions of dollars to purchase every kid a Chromebook. What was lacking was to be able to connect the Chromebook to the internet. And that's where we came in at the Ed yeah. Foundation. The school district in Palm Beach County asked us to kind of coordinate And um, in a matter of a couple of months, we raised over a million dollars to purchase 25,000 Wi-Fi extenders. Mm. A family who gets this extender can now pull the Internet down into their house. The kids can do their homework. The parents can check on their kids' school process. They can do telemedicine. They can do banking. They can apply for jobs. You can't even get a bus pass in Palm Beach County unless you can do it online. Mm. If you're not on the Internet... How do you survive? Sure. It is as essential to the modern economy as electricity was back in the 1930s oh. when under the Roosevelt administration they brought electrification to rural America. Yeah, We got heavily involved in this program, uh, the digital inclusion program. Uh, And quite honestly, it's right in this area. Uh, One of the first areas to go live, obviously the Glades and Pahokee, but here uh, in Central Palm, it was Lantana Lake Worth. Mm -hmm. The polls have gone up. Uh, We received a grant from the Kellogg Foundation and hired a remarkable young man named Wiskendi Francois, uh, a Haitian young boy, young man, a professional soccer player. Uh, He had some knee injuries, so he had to quit playing uh, football, as they say in France. He was taken over to France to play. Wiscandi is our digital coach. He goes into families' homes in Lake Worth and Lantana and teaches them how to use the internet. How to connect. Teaches the parents, here's how you get on the school district website to get your kids' homework so you can check on your kids. Mm -hmm. Here's how the kids can do their research. Mm -hmm. It is, and as I've said to Wiskendi, he's just a a remarkable young man. Obviously, he's fluent in multiple languages. He speaks Creole, he speaks French, because he played soccer and lived in France for almost 10 years, and he obviously speaks English. Uh, he's able to communicate with these families. He has been connecting them with jobs, connecting them to career source for job training. Mm-hmm. He he went into one house right here in Lake Worth Beach. Mm-hmm. There were holes in the floorboards of the house, and there were rats running in and out, and there were babies in the house. Wow. Wiscandy was able to connect it to a, a contractor a carpenter who went and fixed it for him. Wow. I, I've said to him, you started out as a digital coach, and kid, you're more of a social worker. Yeah, now. yeah. Uh, So he's one digital coach as we bring on more and more families into the program. Here's how Here's how God works. We had been doing this for a couple of months. Um, lots of local foundations jumped in. Stiles Nicholson, the Pew Foundation, uh, Florida Crystals, You know, uh, some, uh, Lost Tree Village got involved. I get a phone call. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, believe it or mm. not. The Miami Dolphins twice made a $100,000 grant from the Players Social Action Committee. Not only did they finance, we went down to Dolphin Stadium, and the Miami Dolphin players spent an entire day on their off-day configuring, these Wi-Fi extenders. Each one has to be configured. Wow, yeah. So all this is going on, and I get a phone call one day on my cell phone, and it comes up, Bentonville, Arkansas. Hmm. Now, there's only one person you want to talk to in Bentonville, Arkansas. It was the Walton family. Wow. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, think Walmart. Um, Sam Walton's kids still live in Bentonville, and it was the Walton family. And they called me up, and they said... um, We've heard about what you guys are doing down there in Palm Beach County. Do you realize you were the only county in the entire United States that's doing this? Hmm. I said, no, I didn't know that. They said, you know, what, what's the secret sauce? What have you figured out that the rest of America hasn't? And I said, I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't think we're any smarter down here in Palm Beach County than the rest of America. But when it comes to our kids, we put our egos aside. And Palm Beach County, the government, Virginia Baker, Michael Butler, and that crew, Archie, um, the Palm Beach County School District, our funders, the Miami Dolphins, everybody got together and said, look, we don't care who gets the credit. Let's get these kids connected to the Internet. And yeah. over the last three years, neighborhood by neighborhood, house by house, kid by kid, we are connecting people to the Internet and giving them equal access to that opportunity—that is the American dream. Sure. So this is still a long-term project. Uh, we, we oh add, yeah. We add more families, uh, and we're about to do a distribution at, from Lantana Elementary oh, School wow. in the next couple of weeks, where we distribute more Wi-Fi extenders and do kind of workshops, teach families how to use them. This is this is one of the basic tools of education. This is how you change the world. Um, when I speak to corporate America, which I do pretty much every single day. I tell them I don't know how to change the world because I'm not smart enough. But I do know if we can provide first class curricula and programming, if we can provide the school supplies they need and access to the internet so they can study and do research, we can change the life of one kid. We change enough kids, you can change a classroom. If we change enough classrooms, we can change a school. Change enough schools, we can change the city. Change enough cities, we can change the world. Uh-huh. So I don't know how to change the world, but I do know we can yeah, change the life of one kid. kid. We can change right. the trajectory of one child mm-hmm. by giving them an education, making sure that the Palm Beach County School District has everything they need. Um, I hate to go down this path, but let's do it. Let's do it. We love those paths. What do they do, fire me? Yeah. Um, the state of Florida currently ranks 47th in the nation in terms of per student spending. 47th. Wow. And, and is that out of 30? No, yeah, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is the business community in Palm Beach County that steps up to make sure our children have what wow. they need. Uh, I want to wow. go back to the backpack program that we yeah. do. Last year, people like Gunster, the law firm, said we want to do a packing event on our lunch hour. And so we took all the stuff up to Gunster's law offices up in, uh, in, in West Palm Beach. They had a huge conference table. We put the backpacks, the notebooks, the pencils, the pens, the note cards, the folders, everything And for two hours during lunch, a bunch of lawyers and support staff from Gunster walked up and down in an assembly line and packed up backpacks. Carrier did the same thing at their headquarters. My favorite one, we had a phone call from Truist Bank. Yeah. And they said, uh, We're having an executive event. We got 200 banking executives from all over the country, and we want to support two of our uh, two schools. I said, Great. Uh, We're going to do a packing event. I said, Great. They said, Can you bring it to us? I said, Great. They said, Good. We're at the Miami Convention Center. I mean, yeah. we loaded up our truck, drove everything down to the Miami Convention Center, and for two hours, truest bankers packed up over eight hundred backpacks. Wow! Um, it, it's just amazing. NCCI down in Boca, the Rotary Clubs yes. of Boca Raton mm-hmm. have done both backpack packing events and Wi-Fi configuration. And, and I, the point I'm trying to make now is that if you really want to get involved. You don't have to look hard. It's right? not that hard. It's not that yeah. hard, folks. Right here right. in Lake Worth Beach, yeah. talk to Arms of Hope. Yeah. You're probably begging for volunteers. Absolutely. Talk yeah. to the Education Foundation. Yeah. Come volunteer at Red Apple Supply and help mm. teachers get the stuff they need. Uh, we don't have to go far to change the world. You can just look to your left and look to your right. There's probably someone who needs help. Yeah. And so there are a ton of opportunities for businesses to get involved. You know, Simpatico Real Estate, right here in Lake Worth Beach, adopted two schools, last year, it provided the backpacks, and not only packed them, they had their employees come and pack the backpacks. They even went and delivered them with us. And yeah. so as the teachers were passing them out to the kids, the realtors the from Simpatico, uh, you know, Tommy Morrison and his crew, they were yeah. passing out the backpacks to the kids. It, it was powerful. Yeah. It's powerful when you get that connection.
0: Let me ask a question. So there's basically a free Wi-Fi, and the extenders is, is so that's broadcast, and the extenders allow whoever has the extender to connect to it. Correct. Right. So, so in other words, it, that's how you ensure that it's just for the students and not, not getting um, overwhelmed, or is it just for everybody?
2: Well, anybody the family can use it. I, I will tell no, you. I'm though. talking
0: about like, uh, like you just can't hack it. And, and oh no, no, not, no, yeah, no.
2: You, It's a family. The family gets it, and, and I'll tell gets you, right. the home gets it it's, exactly. It's assigned to a home, mm. and you know we actually have governors on there. So there's there's yeah. uh, or filters or yeah. firewalls they call sure. It. Yeah, so sure. there are certain websites they're not going to be able to look that's at. Great. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's for the families. Number one, to do their kids' homework, to to be able to get in contact with the school district. But secondly, to allow the parents to apply for jobs, to apply for government benefits, to Mm. do telemedicine appointments. Uh, So we keep pretty, pretty strict filters on them.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. Listen, I have a IT background, so I just kind of oh, so uh, you know. know exactly what we're talking so about. yeah, yeah. I no. don't, so I have no idea what I'm talking. No, really, about, it's yeah. all awesome, and, and I, I, was, I find it interesting. They have to be configured, right? That they don't uh, they don't produce them configured, but that was the, <laughs> you know. I, I have to laugh.
2: You know, uh, one of our big supporters, he's on our a gentleman named George Pruger is on our board of directors. He's a, a scientist at Aerojet Rocketdyne. He's in charge of the Mars mission. Yeah, wow. And so, you know, I tell people, oh, you know, these guys aren't rocket scientists. Well, no, with Aerojet no, rocket they They really are. rocket scientists. <laughs> so yeah. they came to do a, a volunteer experience about two years ago to configure uh, Wi-Fi extenders. And it was the Aerojet Rocketdyne guys who said, you know, we could come up with a program where these would just automatically It's I- a script. <laughs> Please. Yes, right do that. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, we're configuring 25,000. 25, and by the way, they're stored kind of right across the street the mckesson school district warehouse is right across the street from this studio is that right wow so we've got about fifteen thousand extenders. extenders about just five minutes from where you're standing or sitting right now
0: that's really and i and i get a kick out of that but you know configuring anything is you got to get into the interface then you got to set the settings or ip address whatever you're pointing at and then you know and then if you did it wrong you got and then or if you mess up the admin password you could really
2: get time and and here's what i love about Here's what I love about my job, and you know, you have this with arms of hope with Absolutely, your volunteers. Yeah. Uh, I think Habitat for Humanity experiences this, where you get a bunch of CEOs, and like, I don't know how to handle a hammer. Well, you're going to build a house today. Yeah. Yeah. And they make it work. Um, right. Another one of our corporate po- uh, partners is uh, Bank of America, for mm-hmm. example. Now, side note, let's go back to our silo number one, our mm-hmm. grant program. Bank of America funds a, a finance academy at Atlantic High School in Del Rey, teaching financial literacy. How, you know you mentioned financial literacy earlier. How yeah. important is it for kids to learn how to budget, how to prepare? So you know, Bank of America does that. That's awesome. A number of their executives wanted to do a Wi-Fi configuration. Now, These are banking executives. They know mm-hmm. banking. They know finance. They know accounting. They are not IT people. Yeah. And yet, just like Habitat for Humanity does it. You get it done. You we it sat done. them down for a half hour, gave them a tutorial, and said, have at it. Yeah. Yeah. And for an entire day, a bunch of executives at Bank of America sat up in their corporate office in West Palm Beach and configured... Five or six hundred Wi-Fi extenders. Um, mm-hmm. I have to say this, Ann Hake, if you're listening, we love you. Ann Hake is the uh, foundation director for the Miami Dolphins Foundation. To this day, the group that configured the most Wi-Fi extenders in a one-day volunteer experience was the Miami Dolphins. Your Miami Dolphins. Wow, <laughs> come on, yeah. <laughs> Those and I'm a 60-year-old old dude, so, so I can say it. Those kids, they were, brother Patrick, they were so competitive. Yes. There was this one kid sitting yeah. next to me. He was so big, he's got his own zip code. Yeah. And, and this kid, he was not <laughs> going to let anyone else configure more Wi-Fi extenders than he. Yeah. Um, Inter-Miami CF, the, players, yeah. uh, down, the soccer players down at Inter-Miami did a configuration experience. Uh, the Miami Marlins are now yeah. saying, hey, what can we do to get involved? So, yeah. by the way, Lots. the Dolphins, in addition to supporting, in addition to configuring Wi-Fi extenders, when we did the distribution of the extenders out in the glades, five Dolphin players came up.
0: Wow. Yeah, and right. They, they're
2: out there talking to the families, showing them how to use the internet appropriately, showing them how to help their kids do homework. Uh, Palm Beach County is just a special place. It, yeah. is, it is. It is just is, a yeah. special place.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, this is um, stuff, and and listeners, this is things that I didn't know were happening. You know, to be honest, um, uh, you know, I live in my own little world of trying to help. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 but and everybody's there's a different group out there there's so many different little worlds trying to help that if you can connect with them and it's infectious yeah and that's what you're that's what you've been experiencing Beach county with with this is the idea like you said if we can change one kid's life Mm -hmm. you know it it can just and and, it it multiplies from there they're calling you they're not Uh no hey how do we help yeah Yeah. and i i say this to my team and i say this to everybody that, that that is wanting a leg up in life it's easy to get behind you when you're behind yourself yeah like if you believe in this uh, but you don't have the way i'll help you find the way yeah but you got to believe you can do it you got to believe you got to throw that effort into it and it's it's very interesting we talk about how when jesus saved lazarus Mm -hmm. and he said well roll the stone and then you know jesus saved Lazarus. you come on out so jesus does the saving but you still got to roll the stone stone, we have to do what our part and that's our as a community we have to do our part as the person receiving the help, you got to do your yeah, part. Yeah. And if you do, if those two things come together, it's really an unstoppable uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, your story has been in great, Jim. I mean, uh, literally, um, uh, oh, oh, what thanks. you guys are doing. Yeah, you know, Patrick's like, yeah, got this guy coming on. You
3: know? <laughs> no, yeah, he's all right. Yeah. So, you know, no, <laughs> no, I mean, Jim.
0: And I, when I called you superhero, yeah. uh, I only assumed that, but it's, nah. you, you confirmed that. And why? And I don't mean that in in. Trying to elevate you as much as trying yeah. to say that that you stand in the gap for so many. Yeah, and you you stand on the front lines of a major major Movement that changes lives yeah. and your impact will be long long, long, long in yeah. Felt and, and I just want to say thank you for that mm-hmm. And I, I know that there's a, a lot of people that have had their lives changed a lot of kids but you talked about it's not my night for the pencil mm-hmm. I, that is that is really like such an impactful mm. story, and and the, and your poem was poem, great. Yeah, you're, that you're killing yourself just to get there, just to get a bunch of mess from the person who doesn't know what you you're going to understand
1: through. your challenges. You know,
2: and, yeah. and and I listen. I appreciate the comments and the compliments, but can I tell you who the real heroes are? Um, first of all, it's I think we all know this is people who put on a uniform to go to work. Uh, yeah, I've, got yeah. a, I've got a son in yeah. the air force. Uh, I've got a son who's deployed five times. He was a special operations air commando. These are heroes. Yeah, uh, Our firefighters and our police officers mm-hmm. are heroes. But I gotta say something about our public school teachers. They are uh, And that horrible situation two years ago in Uvalde down in Texas. Yeah. One of my colleagues after it happened, uh, a friend of mine who was not a teacher, a in fact, Brother Patrick, you probably know him, he's a nonprofit guy that you and I probably both work with. He said, did you hear that story of how that one, those two teachers died shielding their children yeah. from the yes. gunmen? Yeah. And I looked at this person and I said, do you realize that's what teachers do every single day when they go to work? Yeah, yeah. They shield their kids from hatred, from bigotry, mm-hmm. from ignorance, from mm-hmm. illiteracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And teachers do this. Um, once upon a time, we asked our teachers to teach. Now we want them to be police officers, Absolutely. pastors, rabbis, Absolutely. ministers, counselors, mm-hmm. social mm-hmm. workers, um, you know, sexual therapists. We want them to make sure the kids have enough food when, when the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. A, a number of kids are... Get, they get their primary meals at school, like the young person yeah. in the poem I met. We were at Crosspoint Elementary. I'm going to embarrass this lady, but I don't care. You can you, you, you get mad at me and fire me. Oh, wait, you can't. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Anne-Marie Dilbert is a principal at Crosspoint Elementary. Yeah. Um, when that pandemic was hitting, we started something called Kits for Kids, where we would go to the school sites when they were picking up their food and pass out uh, kits they could take home to do their homework. So we're at Crosspoint on the other side of the parking lot. They're doing food over here. We're doing our school supplies. And I see Dr. Dilbert, the principal, loading up her car with these bags of groceries. I said, um, what, what are you doing? And she looked at me and said, well, I know at least 17 kids at this school whose parents don't have cars and can't get here to pick up food. I'm going to go deliver yeah. it to them. Yeah. Wow. I looked at her and said, let me get this straight. You're the principal here. Mm-hmm. And you're going to load up your car and go deliver it. She goes, these are my kids. I know which of my... <laughs> teachers yeah. have this thing about mine. These are yeah. my kids. Yeah. I know which of my kids yeah. aren't going to get food if I don't go deliver... These are the kind of teachers we have. Yeah, um, We have an event coming up uh, in March, we call it our Distinguished Alumni Award. Every year we pick one alum who's gone on to success, and so we honor that person. This year it's a, a State Senator Bobby Powell, graduated from Palm Beach Gardens High School. Um, school board member Barbara McQuinn was the principal at Palm Beach Gardens when Bobby Powell went there. Hmm. And when we announced it, Barbara stood up and goes. Mm. He's one of, one of my, my kids. kids. A, a barber that was like forty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of mine. These are the heroes, the um, teachers yeah. in Palm Beach County, who get up every day and go into a classroom yeah. and, and, and they love those kids and they just love on those kids. And they give them everything they need, in addition to teaching them algebra and English and history and social studies and government mm-hmm. and civics and all the things that we we, we need to survive in the modern world. But they're doing it for I don't know what forty five thousand a year. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah it's not uh, the money.
2: It's not. Yeah, no one goes into teaching to get rich. Yeah. you go in because you love children, you love education, and so yeah, I appreciate you saying what we do is heroic. It, it's not, and certainly I'm, I could be replaced mm-hmm. by a trained squirrel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you take, you take, I mean, I wasn't going to say think, anything, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Trust me, <laughs> uh, but you know our teachers, uh, they just deserve so much respect. And so much support. And this is what the Education Foundation is really here to do. Sure. We're here to say to the business community, you've got 13,000 classroom teachers in Palm Beach County. The school district is massive. Yeah. We haven't really touched on that. Palm Beach yeah. County, by the way, is the nation's 10th largest school district. Wow. 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 Yeah, uh, 24,000 employees. Every day in Palm Beach County, the largest restaurant, the largest construction company, the largest transportation company, the largest employer, and the second largest police force is the school School district District. of Palm Beach County. It's massive. Palm Beach County itself geographically is the largest county east of the Mississippi.
0: Mm -hmm. It's the size of
2: Rhode Island. Wow. Um, And so you've got an incredible variety of teachers who are just doing their best to give our kids, to educate, affirm, and inspire children Mm -hmm. in an equity-based environment. That's our school district's motto. And and under the incredible leadership of Superintendent Burke, who you want to talk about the right guy at Mm -hmm. the right time, You know, Superintendent Burke is not an educator. He's a businessman. He was the CFO for the school district when they made him superintendent. And he has led this district to to incredible growth. Pahokee, I talked about Principal Denard in our robotics Mm -hmm. program. When we started that program seven years ago, the graduation rate at Pahokee was 62%. Today it's ninety nine point nine percent. That's wow. awesome! Wow! In just seven years. Yeah. So you've got some incredible principals. You've got some incredible teachers, some incredible teachers' aides, guidance counselors, nurses. Twenty five thousand people in Palm Beach County who get up every day to serve our children. Mm. Those are the heroes. Yeah. Th- these are the people who, man, if you know a teacher, buy them a cup of coffee tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Take her out yeah. to lunch and say thank you for doing what you do for our kids. Yeah for very little pay, and then we turn around, and I go back to Red Apple Supply, then we turn around yeah, and ask them to dip into their own pocket to buy school supplies buy for their food. kids. Yeah, There's something wrong with this picture. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, it's a, um, yeah, yeah. you've you've opened my eyes. Yeah, I mean, Patrick, but, you look like you've heard this before, but well, I certainly, I, <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> when we sit around and we speak, and um, even earlier on today, um, the stories that you hear from the folks that we serve, you know, it's incredible, and the challenges that they go through to actually just to, to get. We had a gentleman uh, that fits the mold, uh, John, that was in the studio. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, he it, came right it, to my know, mind, John Anderson. It, 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 yeah, John Anderson, when he was in the studio here, he was one of those students that had to get his kids, uh, get, his, get his siblings together to go take them on a bus down to from 45th Street yeah. to... Boynton or wherever they were going yeah. to school and then he has to turn around and get back on the bus and then go back to, you know, so he can get himself to school after dropping off his And siblings, work after you know? school. And then work after school. And he told you know? the most
0: heartbreaking story. Yeah. He mm-hmm. he said that he got to school and his friends were just giving him a hard time. His mm-hmm. friend said to him, why do you always smell Swear. when you come to school? Mm-hmm. Ouch. And <laughs> it, it broke him. You yeah. know, he left school. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, he's now in Palm Beach State uh, college. Well, actually, mm-hmm. he,
1: on me actually, he's in um, a college up in um, uh, Ohio. I think that's where he is. That's the last time I spoke to him. Because, listen, this
0: guy was a straight genius. Oh yeah, like he was a straight genius, mm-hmm. and uh, like he sat here, he gave a whole um, dissertation about medical. Yeah, I said, so what year of medical school are you in? He's like, I dropped out of high school. Wow. I mean, if you spoke to me, you would have never known. He was just unbelievably impressive. Yeah. and But his story was so impactful. You, you know, we, and uh, Patrick went right over to Palm Beach State and, yeah. and, and he got Richard, in over there.
1: Richard helped us out. We yeah, got him yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. yeah, go to Richard. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was really awesome. But what, what you're saying and what you're sharing is great. We're coming up uh, on in another station identification. And then uh, we're going to be back one more round with Jim G. <laughs> Have you have have
3: you stopped reaching, no longer seeking greater things? Have you forgotten you have a father listening? Oh, he tells the sun when to rise, gives the wind its breath, swings a door wide open and moves in the morning.
0: Jim G Show, (laughs) Inspiring Hope, right here on 103.7 Super Jams. That's what we're going to call it, the Jim G Show.
1: I bring him in for two hours, and he just takes over. I just take over myself. Listen,
0: Jim, we're probably going to have to bring you on weekly, get you your own (laughs) two-hour set, and we can just keep going. But All right, so we are in our final segment. Um, So usually what we do in our final segment is, Jim, if there's anything you haven't covered... You have 15 minutes of our final segment to do it. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to take care of uh, some of the things that are going on with Arms of Hope. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we're going to wish our our listeners a wonderful God bless week. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Jim, take us where you want to take us.
2: Where do we start? Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I've kind of given you the the high points of what we do at the Mm -hmm. Education Foundation. What I want to leave you with is is the things that you can do. Uh, Somebody sitting out there, okay, how do I make a difference? Well, on, on one end, I, I want to get up to Mr. Stephen Ross from the related company, owns the Miami Dolphins. Um, Mr. Ross, as, as was publicly announced here just about two months ago, uh, Mr. Ross made an $8 million gift to Palm Beach State College. Mm. Any child who graduates from Palm Beach Lakes or Forest Hill High School who wants to go to Palm Beach State College will get a full four-year scholarship. Wow. 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 I, I mean, Mr. Ross said, I'm going to invest in kids. You can go from there... To one of my favorite kids, uh, he's, his dad is a lawyer at Gunster who, who does our legal work for us, you know, pro bono, uh, Brian Seymour. His son Jacob had a bar mitzvah project a few years ago. He did a supply drive for us as his bar mitzvah project. Mm-hmm. Do a supply drive. Yeah. You know, get, get people connecting somehow. Mm. David Nicholson, uh, to whom I've referred a number of times in, the, in our chat this afternoon, he's the, the director of the Stiles Nicholson Foundation, he says it best. Children make up 20% of our population. They are 100% of our future. Mm. Yep. Public education, and you know, Brother Patrick, I, this is tough for me as a former pastor of you. <laughs> it might be tough, too. Mm. Um, public education is the only thing that unites this entire county. It's That's not right, the churches yeah. and the synagogues. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not even the government. It's, mm. not the, it's, the, it's the public schools mm-hmm. go from Glades to Jupiter, mm-hmm. from Boca to Wellington. The rich and the poor, the black and the and white, right. the yes and the no. Right. The public school system is a microcosm of our entire community. If we want to have a first class community, we need a first class school system. Mm-hmm. Um, Superintendent Burke does an amazing job with his team at leading this massive organization. But in the end, we have to get involved. Next Friday, I remember mm-hmm. I mentioned it came from San Diego? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ted Geisels, uh, a dear uh, hero of mm-hmm. mine, we all know who Ted Geisel is, right? Mm. Oh, yes, you do, because you know him as Dr. Seuss.
0: Oh, Dr. <laughs> Seuss. Ted
2: Geisel uh, spent the last of his years in San Diego, and there's mm. still a library to Dr. Seuss out there, to the- Dr. Theodore Geisel, um, who, by the way, didn't start writing. He was an artist. He didn't start writing books until late in life. Somebody challenged him, can you come up with a book for kids using only, I think, like 50 words? And that was the cat in the hat. Mm. Yeah. It launched the whole thing. Um, next Friday is, uh, Theodore Geisel died many years ago. His birthday is March 1st. Every year, there's something called Read Across America. Mm. All across America, elementary schools pull out three or four Dr. Seuss books and they invite community leaders like yourself to go in and read. Mm-hmm. Um, what a waste of time that was. Said no volunteer ever. Yeah, you know? oh no, that sounds hour like a blast. Reading reading and, kids. Kids. Yeah. Uh, and I actually go in and I had some fun last year. As you may gather, I'm a little bit off the beaten track. I have a big Dr. Suits hat and a big... Oh, yeah, I would love that. And I go in there and I, I, start, <laughs> I start wrapping green eggs and ham. Oh, oh I, listen, can we get a sample? Yeah, well, I get, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I will not eat them with the fox. I will not eat them in a the box. And, I'm, I'm, and the kids are giving me a beatbox. And all of a sudden, the kid, we're, we're at point Elementary and the kids start going crazy. And I'm like, wow, they're really digging me. And I just had that sense that something was going on behind me. And I turned around. And the news was there with Mike Burke, the superintendent. Oh wow. Well, Nobody bothered to tell me that they were coming to Cross Point that day. So I'm rapping Dr. Seuss in front of a room full of kids. And of course funny. that night I was on the news. Um, you know what? If I gotta got find that clip. Oh, yeah. that, that has gotta be worth so, it. So, you know, just call up the elementary school near your house mm-hmm. and say, I'll read to the kids for a half hour next yeah. Friday. Every elementary school, and you know, there's hundred and eighty two schools. I think we have thirty seven high schools, there's about fifty or six maybe sixty middle schools and a good 90 elementary schools. Every elementary school in Palm Beach County is begging for readers on Read Across America. Just yeah. go into to read to a group of kids. Teach mm. them to love books. Yeah. Teach them to love words. Teach them to love math. Um, one of our board members is Nadege Barons, so just an amazing young lady. Uh, Nadege Bernard. Um, she's an actuary at NCCI. Probably not the most exciting job that ever lived, but she loves sure. it. Mm. Sure. And she loves math. Mm. And she went out to Pahokee many years now she's been doing it, and she tries to talk to kids about math and why math is important. Well, guess what? A young girl in Pahokee just graduated from the University of Florida with a degree in actuarial sciences. Mm. Yeah. Because Nadej mm-hmm. went out there and it's, said, "Yeah, you know yeah. what, you can do this. Mm. Yeah. And so if you're an air conditioning technician, if you're an accountant, if you're a corporate CEO, if you're a stay-at-home dad or a mm. stay-at-home mom, you have something you can bring to our public mm-hmm. schools to challenge children and say, you can do this. Mm, yeah, You can do this. We, we, we're here with you. we got your back. We've got the Education Foundation of Palm Beach County. They're going to make sure you have, number one, all the school supplies you need. Number two, they're going to make sure you have access to the Internet. And number three, they're going to make sure your teachers have the funding they need for something creative, something innovative, some new idea. Where do these things go? And don't get me wound up because I'll go until... Tomorrow morning. Yeah. Mary Fish. Mary is a biology teacher down at Spanish River High School in Boca Raton. Um, 20, 30 years ago, her dad died from sepsis. Mm. He got mm. an infection in the hospital, as very often happened back mm. then. Yeah, She got a teach grant from us seven years ago to study sepsis. Four years ago, MIT awarded her a $10,000 grant to continue her research with her students. You have students at Spanish River High in Boca Raton doing research on sepsis funded by MIT. MIT. You have kids in Pahokee doing research that has been acknowledged by NASA and the University of Washington. If you're listening to this show and you have any gift, any talent, any interest, I absolutely guarantee you there's an elementary, a middle, or a high school in walking distance to your house that would love to have you come Mm. volunteer and and touch and change a life. What is more important and changing the trajectory of the lives of our children. Now, know, mm.
0: you, that's a great point. So I'm going to ask the question that everybody mm. who's driving is, how? How do I walk into
2: a school and say, hey, this
0: is what I want to do? Two
2: ways to do it. One, just walk into the school, knock on the door, and ask to see the assistant principal who usually <laughs> coordinates those things. Mm. Number two, go to the Education Foundation. Real simple website, folks, Education Foundation. PBC, as in Palm Beach County, Education Foundation, PBC.org. Send us an email, and we'll get you connected to a school in your neighborhood. Sure. You can volunteer at Red Apple Supply. We have volunteers who come in every day. Uh, we've got about seven or eight that are we, our core volunteers. Now, remember, it's Red Apple Supply, mm-hmm. so they each get a code name, and it's an apple. We have Macintosh, Golden Delicious. Right. Nobody wants to be Granny Smith. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have volunteers who come in every day and pack up the orders because our teachers can either shop or they can get online they can place it. and place an order. Mm-hmm. And our volunteers package them up. And then on pickup day, the, the teachers just line up their cars and, mm. and we load up. Wow. So there's there's a myriad of ways that anybody who really cares about public education can get involved. Mm.
0: Yeah. See, my, my dad, I can't think of the name of school right now. It's just South Tech. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. So my dad was a, was a plumber. And when South Tech was getting shut down, he fought for South Tech. Uh, to stay because he because he loves the traits my 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 dad's my grandfather's a plumber, like that 's you know he loves plumbing like you know i don 't see any need to touch toilets, however, <laughs> my dad has always felt like this you know so they spent a lot of effort and energy and they got the right people together, and they saved south tech and it's it 's been a great school
2: they 're one of our yeah. go teach recipients every year, yeah. yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah, because they, they're, um, you know, they, it's amazing what they've grown to. Because yeah. I think this was way back in the, in like 90, 95, 97, mm-hmm. in 98. And that window when South Tech was in trouble, they were going to just let it go. And uh, somehow they got it funded like on the last minute yeah. and it stayed open. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right, well, listen, uh, Jim G, <laughs> what could be said that hasn't already been said? I mean, there's really uh, no way to say. You, you represent uh, the foundation very well. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. You explain this situation uh even better than that and i think you help people want to get on board and then we thank you so much for that patrick i know that arms of hope is is doing things so i always have to ask how's the hood
1: you know we're we're coming along uh i guess i can just say we're coming along with that (laughs) (laughs) uh we're at uh you need to have jim g
0: make some phone calls and that hood will be put in
1: Man, yeah. I tell you what, he, they, I wouldn't have gone through half the struggles that I've gone through if I would have made him make the phone calls. <laughs> you should have said, hey, uh, uh,
0: Jim G., we, we're having an issue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So we're close, is what oh, you're saying. Yeah,
1: we're definitely close. They came in today to um, tie everything in so that they can go through the suppression testing. And uh, once we go through that, then, uh, you know, it's pretty much done up and running. So Then I'm coming we're,
0: over for the first meal yeah. under the new hood. You and
1: it, we still have to close up some of the holes that was, um, you know, placed in there. That's a little duct tape. Right. Yeah, I know. Can take care of that. And, uh, and then we'll be done, and we got to paint and...
0: Um, yeah, so you got a couple weeks to yeah. uh, get it done. Well,
1: it should be, uh, technically, uh, yeah, maybe about a week, you know. Well, but I'll, i I like right. it to be done by next week, you know, because we started um this whole it's a thing. year. Why yeah, oh, easily, easily. <laughs>
2: Is there but, a ribbon cutting in our future? You yeah. know, I, I'm thinking about that's doing
1: actually a really that, good you know, idea. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing that. Um, Sarah actually mentioned that, so you know, we probably do something like that. Uh, and that's another thing that we want to just get this thing done so we can have access back to our kitchen because it's really a challenge for our team to to do like what we and how we normally do it without that being up. You know, so that's awesome. But I want to take the time to say again, Jim, thank you so much, man, um, for coming down today and sharing these stories. I thought it was really insightful when you're sharing them with me. And I know, on a, uh, you know, hopefully we've reached some families here today. Uh, judging from some of the comments that we've gotten, um, and thank PJ, thank you, PJ, for, you know, uh, working on our social media. Yeah, if you media like
0: then. the responses from yeah. Arms of Hope. Yeah. His name is PJ. If Mark. you don't like the responses, oh, yeah. his name is Mark. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <All> right, <but laughs> so, you
1: know, the comments about that poem, uh, you know, a listener was really touched by that
2: poem. Yeah, I was touched there. by they, that. Yeah,
1: They wrote in there. So thank you, Debbie Bless, for your comments on that, and as, as well as uh, Elder Dell for listening. Um, it, there's so much that's going on in our community that we can get some extra help from. And, you know, folks don't, uh, like Jim said, don't be afraid to get involved you know yeah. you're, you're, and and if it's an hour, if it's a half hour of your time, whatever you have, you know you start someplace and you build up upon that because once you've bro- broke that ice, so to speak, you'll see yourself getting more involved, it gets infectious, and uh you know you want to continue to do more uh I'm, and as all your stories have told by all of those uh large businesses that you deal with. Once they got involved and they see that, and oh, yeah, It just and snowballs. The, yeah, it snowballs. Yeah, snowballs. It's, it's got to so start. And
0: and you know this this show is about God. This mm-hmm. show is about what Jesus does mm-hmm. in our life. Mm-hmm. And so I'd never want to do a show where we don't thank God for that, for mm-hmm. His presence, mm-hmm. and for what He's doing in each of our lives, and for what He's doing in this community. And I today I encourage you to encourage somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like take take five minutes to lift somebody who just doesn't hear it often enough, that they're enough, that God loves them, that they can do anything with God, with Jesus. It's, 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 nothing's impossible. And you'd be surprised um, how much peace you can have by letting God drive. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a hard sale when, when you've never felt peace, you, you know what I mean? But I, I would say that, that once, you, once you know that God's with you, even in the storm, the storms aren 't so bad you know they're they 're somewhat exciting because god 's working, mm-hmm. and I never thought I would say that you, you know first time I went into it was like this is terrible i don 't want to what do you mean find something good in it it 's mm-hmm. terrible, huh? um, but when you look back as you get older, you can look back at the storms you 've been through and the lessons learned and the maturity that you have in the journey, and all of a sudden it makes sense you can 't see what god 's doing, but I like, trust me whatever he 's doing right now is far better than anything you were thinking about. Mm.
2: Um, your older listeners, remember, gang, I've said it a couple times. I'm, I'm coming up on 60 uh, this May. So some of you who are my age will remember Tony Campolo. Uh, mm. Campolo was a great evangelical pastor mm. uh, back in the 80s and 90s in, in um, Philadelphia. Mm. And one of his most famous sermons was that Friday may be dark but sunday's a coming <laughs> that's right that's right no matter how dark it is today yeah friday was dark but sunday's a coming yeah and then i read the last chapter of the bible we win yeah. yeah we win exactly i love that one yeah and by
0: the way we know how it ends we win and and you said something that i just want to put back on i don't think this show should end without this being the last thought you don't know what someone's going through no for them to show up at all Showing up is 80% percent percent of, of
1: it. Absolutely.
0: If they show up at the door, you've you got to try to find a way yeah. to lift. It's very, very difficult uh, when you know what, what, what people go through and when you don't know. Like we all have a really good game face. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that's unfortunate. Sometimes you don't need a game face. You need a real face. Yeah. You need to <laughs> hey yeah. hey, yeah. I'm really, really hurting right now. Yeah. So to everybody uh, who has been listening to us and um, I'm sorry about that. You've had to listen to me all these months, but uh, <laughs> you know, you've made it. Um, but yes, thank you for tuning in to Inspiring Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to wrap it up a little bit. I'm going to throw in this song right here. And uh, again, uh, if you don't know, it's Arms of Hope is 1512 mm-hmm. Wingfield Street, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, 1130 to 2 p.m. Guess what we're doing? Mm. We're serving you. Absolutely. Come on, we've got food, we've got services, um, we have hot food. Uh, am I correct that you help people get EBT cards? Yes, we okay. have.
1: Someone comes down on Thursday. Thursday for EBT that. cards? Although that it, it's, you know, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, I'm sure you are, of uh, the rule changes there um, in DCF as made some changes where it's not that easy anymore to to you know so all these organizations that we were partnered with to come down and do that so they're slowly trying to well someone messed it up for everyone and uh, they're slowly trying to build that uh, that bridge again with them to you know that they'll get better access so that we can help more people on that. So sure. yeah, we still do help. Um, it's quite a bit more of a challenge. Sure, but we have someone that comes down every Thursday and and, and helps you get, so, through yeah, get through through the process. The, yeah. Okay. So
0: these are these are things that are available uh, to help. Uh, you don't have to. You don't have to suffer. No. Uh, you know. You certainly don't have to suffer alone. Mm you know sometimes it just we allow us to come alongside you we'll, we, we will and uh, you know that's really what it comes down to so patrick any f- final words
1: well you know what we do is just show love you know um we co- when you come out to to take part in what we do we try to show love and let you know that we're there for you you know uh, you asked a question earlier on about folks that um you know uh, you know abusing the system or, or you know or taking advantage no of just one. staying on it and yeah. no, not
0: even abusing it just not recognizing that it's not it's not the end it's just a step the, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, well you have two different types I, I typically i don't know and 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 you can you can you can say i think you actually even spoke about this one time in one of the classes that we were in you find more people they they don't really stay on it um of course you have uh, certain dynamics uh you know the elderly person that is living on a fixed income they're gonna stay on it you know because there's there's nowhere else for them to go so that dynamic is going to stay on it um you know you're uh, somebody who is battling with addiction um that's a long process for some you know and and they're gonna stay on it but the ones them that's in between those two you know, we find those families, they don't typically, you know, stay on it because they. it's as much as we like to think, it's not an easy process for them to show up every day or every time we serve to get the food. Sure. Because, oh, no, it's a lot of work. Know, yeah, they got, they've got to prepare. And what I mean by that is, you know, okay, you're not serving at the time that I can get off from work to go do that, you know. So I have to make special arrangements so that I can come and get that. So it yeah. may cost me a few hours from work or what have you. The next thing is, you know, well, they're going to try to ask a family member or close friend or someone to come by and pick up the food, which is usually a challenge for us too. So you don't find that group going through so many different obstacles just to stay on it, you know, because it's really not that easy for them. Yeah, and I
0: and I definitely don't want it to be misconstrued that I think. No, you didn't. But but what's a typical question? Because what I'm more concerned about is is. Introducing people to programs mm-hmm. and also showing the way out, mm-hmm. not just the program. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't, you know, because I already know, uh, like Darren's story, he moved himself mm-hmm. to middle-class wages in three years mm-hmm. by simply working to those next steps. Mm-hmm. And like anybody that, that I want to, you know, I'm only one man, so I, I get to influence a few people here and there. And so when I have that person, I want to really... Take the time to show them the support and the path mm-hmm. because i because you know the support is only just enough to survive mm-hmm. it's not it's not life sustaining and I want to make sure that when they get that support that they are filling it with other uh, pieces of education or information or opportunity so that they can now pass that information on someone who is in the position they were in not mm-hmm. not a peer they't they don't stay they don't become peers they become lighthouses That's, yeah mm. you know
1: well no there's some programs that um and i don't see it much you know i don't know if they have um a, a transition phase there for them not to stay on the program um but i i think for most programs they're developed for folks to yeah. actually go through the system because i like what
0: actually. you said about just put, putting the goal in front of them mm-hmm. you, you know it's really the, the the truth of the matter is. Trades will be a six-figure income no matter what trade you pick um, in the next five years. No, oh, easily. Yeah, absolutely. Easily. It, it's yeah. it's not even you don't even have a choice. You're yeah. going to be paying guys forty and fifty an hour to do this work, mm-hmm. and and so uh, you know this is not a bad time to get in. You, you know um, the 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 golden days of trades really was before the internet. To be yeah. honest, they couldn't price you. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now they price you so now they just know they are got to pay a lot yeah, of money yeah, back yeah. then they weren't sure if they did <laughs> you know so but anyhow um so listen thank you so much again jim yeah. g yeah. uh you rock the house and buy and you wrap the house which the dr I, seuss wrap yes <laughs> we we and i gotta get that clip i'm gonna find it i'll, I'll send it to you oh you have the <laughs> clip listen i'm gonna give you my email i need that clip I got to show to my wife. She'll totally appreciate it. <laughs> um, and uh, listen, we want to wish everybody a wonderful week. May God bless you all. Absolutely. And uh, if you don't know, Jesus loves you. And by the way, if you're listening to this show, this wasn't an accident. Mm. You've heard all of this because you were supposed to hear it.
1: Absolutely.
3: Stop reaching, no longer seeking greater things. Have you forgotten you have a father listening? Oh, he tells the sun when to rise, gives the wind its breath, swings the door wide open and moves in the morning.